It is that time, everybody. Every Friday, we get in the cage here on 710 ESPN Seattle. we got a huge card coming up this weekend, UFC 268, being headlined by this man who is joining us now. He is the champ, and hopefully at the uh, when the weekend is done, he is still the champ. Uh, talking about the one, the only, Kamaro Usman is with us. Kamaro, how are you, man? Fantastic. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm curious what the what the intensity level is like going into a rematch. I mean, it, it seemed like it would be impossible to top the, the 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 sort of venom and heat generated by you two. That it, it's obviously very genuine, and then you end up winning and, and taking him out. Does it does it feel like it's it's the same? Does it feel more intense, less intense than the first time around? What's what's the difference this time? I'm a serious guy, so um, I'm always once we get dialed in. I'm pretty serious and I'm pretty intense. And I'm sure he is too. So um, I'm expecting the same. We're both uh, amazing competitors and we both know how to compete. And, and that's what we're going to put on this Saturday. As, as far as that first fight goes, I mean, you've had a couple of fights, obviously, since then. You, you, you took out Masvidal and uh, a couple of times and, and uh, Burns. Uh, but do, do you look back at that fight and say, okay, here's where I messed up or here's where I did this or here's what he did since you guys have both had fights since then? Or do you just do you, is it more about, hey, he needs to adjust to what I do? Exactly. Um, I knew exactly what I was doing in the first fight. I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to scrap with him. The world wouldn't have been satisfied with me systematically beating him or submitting him or, you know, just being dominating for five rounds. You know, they wanted that type of fight. And that's why I went out there and I entertained. I gave him that type of fight. Do you feel the pressure to duplicate that? Or do you look at it, hey, if I get a submission in round one, I'm taking it? Or how do you, how do you feel going into this one? Absolutely not. I don't feel the pressure for that at all. Um, when I do my job in preparation for these fights, I go out there and I deliver. And that's all it is. I just need to go out there and do my job. When you look at, I mean, that, I'm wondering how much you felt the public on your side in that first fight. If you tune that out or if you had a sense of, hey, you were fighting for a lot of people there because there's so many people that dislike this guy. Did, you, did, did it feel different than other fights in terms of expectation and, and just hope attached to you? Like, please take this guy out. Uh, I don't really care. Once I step inside there, I don't really care what people think or what people want. Um, because those people can't fight for me. I have to actually be the one to be in there and uh, and experience the highs of winning and experience the lows of losing. And so, um, yeah, I don't really care about it at that point. But, yeah, there was a ton of pressure with all the world who seemingly did not like this guy and disliked him a lot. It is is you know, it, it was interesting hearing him talk, and obviously you expect this from him after the first fight, but he said that was like one of the worst nights in terms of his performance, that that was the best you could do and that was the worst he could do. You obviously know his game. You knew what kind of fighter he was. Do, do you feel like that was a, a bad version of Covington, or do you feel like, you know what, that that's as good as he can fight, and he's just making excuses for getting beat up? I don't think there's anybody in the world who believes that. Um, like look at the way the fight played out. That is the best he could have possibly done against the pound for pound best fighter in the world. And he did a good job and I commend him for that. But to sit here and say and that's the thing is if I promotion, these guys are gonna say and do whatever they wanna do in order to promote the fight on their end so they can get the fight with the champ. 
and that's fine. And that's what I said the same thing. Oh, I'm the best. I'm this and that. I'm I'm the scariest guy. Give me a full cam, and I'll do this. And we saw what happened. We saw with Burns. Oh, I was to train with him on his teammate. I know his tricks and everything. I'm take him out. And we saw what happened. So. I don't really get into the talk. I let these guys do their talking, and then when that cage, that octagon door closes, I do the talking in my cage. How much is is it harder to tune him out versus, I mean, other you fought other guys that like to talk. Everybody likes to talk and try to get that mental edge if you can, but he takes it to a different level. He, he, he You know, from the outside, I look at it and say, this guy wants to be like Conor McGregor. He wants to be like Chael Sonnen, except he's he's not quite as, as clever or as intelligent. He just tries to be insulting. Does it, does it bother? Were there moments that that he really got to you, and I can't wait to hurt this guy? Or were you able to just treat him like anybody else? No, I'm not going to treat him like anybody else as far as competitor standpoint. But I understood all some of the things and all the people that he offended, and I knew those people were on my backs to go out there and uh, and right the wrong. And and I did that first time, and you know I'll do that again. How are you different now? I mean, you, you are on such a roll. I mean, it's been an eternity since you lost. You, you know, you, you are clearly, you know, if you're not the pound for pound king, you're in that conversation. But in terms of the guy that was in the cage with him uh, back in 2019 to the guy that's going to be in there Saturday night, how are you different? Well, it's not a, if I'm not in the conversation, I am the pound for pound best fighter on the planet right now. Um, so, you know, that's not even a question, <laughs> okay. um, but you can see, you can see with my, you can see with my performance, I've been fighting how many champions fight more than twice a calendar year. I'm doing that, you know, as, as long as I'm able to do this, I'm going to continue to do this. And I, I continue to say this is there's levels to this game. And I've been putting such a, a gap between myself and the rest of the pack that, you know, this Saturday will be no different. I will go out there and show them that there are two different levels. There's being great, and then there's there's this, there's me. You know, these guys can be great fighters, but then there's me that's on top looking at all the good ones and great ones. You know, as I said, it's been an eternity. I think it was 2013, if I'm correct, when you when you lost your, your only fight, and, and you've You've not lost since. Is that I've talked to other fighters that say, you know, the fear of losing is what keeps me sharp and keeps me focused on the fight and keeps me when I'm in the cage. Just that fear that anything could happen, that kick, that punch could land, what have you. Are you somebody that carries that, like, you know, that, that keeps you sharp, this that fear of losing and understanding things could turn in, in one single moment? Absolutely. That's something that drives us all. If you want to be successful in life, then the fear of failure is going to drive you, and it does with me as well. I've got to imagine, though, if, if, if that is something that's in your mind, the fear of losing to a guy like Colby Covington has to feel worse than any other fighter you've stepped in there with. Uh, the fear of lo- losing is losing, period. It doesn't matter if it's, just, if it's to your brother or if it's for the next guy. Losing is losing. That's not something that I like to do. After I did it the first time, I made a decision that that's not something I'm going to do again. And I don't plan on it happening until I walk away from this sport. You, you know, what's interesting, Kamaru, is, is I've, I've read some of the transcripts of your interviews leading up to I know you've done a million interviews, and, and you're probably sick of media at this point. But, you know, I'm, I'm reading different things you, you've been asked and, and talked about. And I, I saw one guy on Twitter saying, and I can't remember which writer it was, but saying, you know, hey, 
is, is there a reason to be concerned about Usman because he's talking about, you know, the end of the road? He's talking about boxing. He's talking about sort of intimating that your focus is elsewhere, that maybe you're looking at, at the light at the end of the tunnel, if you will, as far as your career in MMA and looking for other things. Is that is that a legitimate concern for people? Do you feel like, you know, the passion is still what it once was? What's wrong with uh, wanting bigger and better things? Um, I, I, that's the thing I don't understand is is we are we're in this society, we're in this game to where people just want to see you do the – people don't like change. People want to see you do the exact same thing until – you are beat and you are are are, are battered and, and and to where you can no longer succeed anymore. So they can point fingers and say, "Oh well, look, I knew this would happen." You know, there's not absolutely nothing wrong with you wanting something bigger and better. Um, I'm in a place in my career the way I understand that I can't do this forever. There's younger and hungrier guys coming. Time waits for no one. You know, we've seen some of the greats, and then all of a sudden they're not the greats anymore. So I'm well aware of that. And it has nothing to do with my focus. I, I there's a reason I am the pound for pound better best fighter in the planet is because my focus is unwavering. So whoever's saying that, whoever's thinking that, or doing whatever, they can think whatever the hell they want. But um, as far as my focus, I'm always focused. I always keep my eye on the ball when it comes to doing what I do. You talk about younger fighters, hungrier fighters coming up, and, and that's always true in any sport, uh, whether we're talking fighting, combat sports, or NFL. It's just the way it is. But I'm just wondering at this point in your career, you're 34 years old, do you, do you feel physically like, hey, I could do everything I could when I was 24? Or I've you've sort of had to adjust your game as you've gotten older because of, I don't know, maybe physically there are certain things you can't do anymore? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the pound-for-pound pound best for a reason because I find a way to get it done. That's it's plain and simple. Um, you know, this is this is no no secret. It's science. You know, a 34-year-old man is not a 24-year-old man. It's completely different things. But it's how you know how to adjust and still best that person. That's why you are the pound-for-pound pound best on the planet. So, yeah, do I look like I'm slowing down? Do I look like I'm I'm, I'm losing strength or I'm not, I'm not who I am? No, I am who I am, and when it's time for me to walk away, I will. As far as this fight goes, coming up again, UFC 268 on Saturday night, the rematch between Kamaru Usman and Colby Covington. First one was, uh, I mean, fans couldn't have been treated to a better action-packed fight, a back-and-forth affair where, you know, you had him in trouble, looked like he had you rocked here and there, and then ultimately you end things for him. A five-round war. Do you see that happening again, or do you see this thing ending sooner? Well, if he did his homework and he truly prepared, then it'll be a competitive fight, and I look forward to it. Uh, like I just said time and time again, I had fun in my first fight. So if he did his homework, it would be a fun fight. But if he doesn't, it would be a short night for him. Uh, last one before I let you go. I know you, you've been asked about boxing, and you've said you'd like to fight Canelo. And obviously, money-wise, that would probably be bigger than anything that you could imagine in your MMA career. But realistically, when you watch him fight, and I know he's fighting the same night, which is which is kind of ironic. But when you watch him fight, do you do you look at him and say, "Man, I th- I think I could do well. I, I I think I could beat him." How how do you view your chances against him in a in a straight up boxing match? Yeah, when I when I uh, when I left the Olympic Training Center in 2012 and never done or sparred or boxed or never done anything in MMA, I walked away and I changed my t- my Twitter handle and I said, "I will be UFC welterweight champion of the world." I didn't know how the hell I was going to get it done, but I got it done. 
and and I've been the underdog. You know, my last the last fight that I was an underdog, we saw what happened. And so I look at him. He's extremely skilled. He's the pound for pound best boxer in the world. Extremely talented. One of the best, if not the best, if not the best in this generation. And you know, I look at him and I said, "That's a guy that scares me. That's a guy that's going to motivate me. That's a guy that's going to push me. That's a guy that's going to get me to do certain things." You know, even if they don't feel well. And that's what I want. That's that feeling that I want. That's what I want to drive me. Of course, it's going to be the biggest. Um, it'll probably be, be the biggest money fight ever in history. Because whenever in history have we seen a pound-for-pound pound best two fighters in the world in martial arts compete in their prime? We've never seen that. And so, it, it's yes, of course, it's you know the money's going to be huge, but it's not just about money. It's about that feeling of, of that of that afraid, that fear. And, and I, 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 this is not me disrespecting him in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I think he is one of the best, one of the most skilled. I respect his skills, and because of that respect, is why I'm willing to test myself in that way. Well, it'd be interesting if it happens. And boy, I, you know what? I sure would love to see somebody in their prime, uh, as far as a boxer, step into the cage. That would be a nice change because it's all, everybody else is going to boxing. So, but I don't, I don't know that we'll ever see that. Anyway, hey, Kamaro, uh, just a pleasure to speak with you, my friend. I, I've been watching you through your whole career, and there was nothing more satisfying than watching you tune up Colby the first time. And I'm really hoping that's what we see again on Saturday night because uh, you're a great champion, a quality individual, of which he is not in my opinion and I, I i feel like he's got it coming once again so i look i look forward to it and i hope to get a chance to talk to you again about another big win thank you thank you so much i appreciate it